Accepting criticism isn't the easiest of the soft skills to master, but those who can master it put themselves way ahead of their peers. We're going to discuss how to accept criticism and why it matters in the next episode of the Serious Soft Skills podcast. All that and more coming up in a few seconds. Welcome to Serious Soft Skills, where we help you unleash the power of soft skills. Here are your hosts, Dr. Tobin Porterfield and Bob Graham. Take it away, guys. Welcome to episode 56 of the Serious Soft Skills podcast. I am Bob Graham, and with me, as always, is Dr. Tobin Porterfield. We research and write about soft skills, and we use other vehicles like this podcast to spread the word. We started our soft skills revolution two weeks ago, so if you haven't listened to episode 54, we encourage you to go back and get on board with the revolution. Those of you who have already joined us in the revolution by going to the SoftSkillsRevolution.com and entering your name and telling us what you're going to do, pledging to be part of the revolution. You can still do, do that. You can go to the SoftSkillsRevolution.com. It's free, and we will send you weekly emails with information on how you can be more attuned to soft skills and how you can advocate and advance them in your organization. So with that, Toby, uh, today we're going to do one of the more difficult podcasts, I think, for us. We've, we've sort of put this one off. Accepting criticism is soft skill number 10 in our book, our alphabetical listing. And the reason this one's so difficult, I think, is, first of all, I find accepting criticism to be somewhat difficult at times, and I know other people do. And so I'm hoping that we can... We can uncover it in a way that I feel more comfortable with it. And I think I'm going to start off by just explaining how I sometimes feel. And when people offer me criticism, even though it's in the most positive way possible, I sometimes feel as if they're not criticizing my work, but they're criticizing me as a person. And I know intellectually that's not true. But that's how I hear it. So if you say to me, Toby, boy, you really sounded lousy when you did that podcast. I hear that as I'm a lousy person. Toby has no respect for me. How can I possibly go forward with my day? And I think talking to a lot of people, when you really break it down, that tends to be the thing. So, Toby, can you help us understand this a little bit and talk about how we might get over this? Because I don't think you have the problem I have with accepting criticism. Is that correct? Ha! No, uh, same same problem. Um, uh, cr- criticism kind of takes the wind out of my sails uh, when I'm not ready for it. So I'm almost picturing, you know, when you're out on a on a on a boat and you see a wave coming, you kind of you kind of adjust your feet and and are ready to lean into the 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 boat going up and down, and then you ride it out, and and so. When I see criticism coming or I've sought it out and I'm kind of prepared for it, then I can take it and and take full advantage of it. So one is I really hate when criticism catches me off guard. Like I'll think, wow, that podcast went really well and someone will listen or one of our colleagues or somebody will post something. Oh, wow. Yeah, that was, you know, uh, I was totally off base on that perspective or something. So, so I'm not expecting a criticism. I'm expecting, gosh, that was really great. So when it catches me off guard, that's a problem. But I think more importantly, and we're starting to experience that big time right now as our, as our company really gets going, serioussoftskills.com, because um, 
we're soliciting, we're actually asking people for criticism where we've, we wrote draft of our first book. We got input from lots of people uh, and the more critical they were, the better the book turned out. We're working on our second book. Now we've got our online assessment that we're working up and it's critical. We, you know, we're smart guys. We've done our homework. We've collected our information. We're really experts in this area, but we know We've got to get input from other people. We need that criticism up front to make our product better. So I'm really maturing in my ability to accept criticism because I, it's so beneficial. If everybody looked at the drafts of our book and said, oh, that's great, uh, please go forward, and we went forward, we would not have been happy with the final product. I know those, those tough and questions we got and boy, that doesn't make sense. Ended up being, you know, a completely different book from where it started. So I, I know the value of criticism, but I have to remind myself or, or it'll catch me off guard, knock my feet right out from under me. Well, and Toby, the other thing I think we have to look at is how that criticism is coming at us. From time to time, you get people who provide criticism that is just to demean you or make you lesser. And then you have the people who really want to help you. And knowing the difference is really critical. A lot of people believe that being able to accept criticism means whatever anyone says, I have to react to and deal with. What I would tell you is that's not true. You as the whether it's author or creator of an idea or content or whatever it would be, have to evaluate the veracity of what someone says, and also their intent. Is the person trying to help you help the process, or is the person trying to hurt you and hurt the process? And we've been really blessed as we worked on the book, as we've worked on all these things. We have a really great network of people out there who is really watching our back and giving us the hard feedback that's so critical to our success. And I think even between the two of us, we do that really well. I'm thinking back to a personal situation I ran into last year, and you gave me some really, really hard feedback that I was not at all ready to deal with, but it was critical to me understanding the situation and advancing. And I had to sort of let go of it and say, okay, why is Toby telling me this? He's telling me this because he cares and he wants me to be better. He's not trying to say I'm an idiot, a jerk, or stupid. He's really trying to work on my best interest at a time when I'm not really able to. And I think that's really the key is finding the people to surround yourself that you trust and you value and can give you constructive feedback. You know the old saying, Toby, if you're in a room and you're the smartest person, you're probably in the wrong room. As I get older, I find that to be the case. I want to be around people who can really be critical of my ideas in a constructive way because that's how I grow. That's how I improve. That's how our organization improves is by looking at things the hard way and saying, hey, you know what? That was a great idea. Maybe not. After, after thinking about it for a couple of weeks, maybe it's not a great idea. You know, you bring up a great point, and I had skipped over that. As you're right, you, yeah, people are often um, quite generous with their criticism, and so uh, yeah, <laughs> that's a, a an understatement. Part, <laughs> is that a nice way? And and, and just to know who's who to who's to just smile and say, okay, 
thanks for sharing that and you move on. And so, yeah, we got to know what, what voices to tune out and what voices to tune into. Hey, Bob, let's take a quick break and then come back right on that same line, maybe with some, uh, some specifics. And I know one that, that uh, you've taught your students because I've seen you use it uh, in my classes when you've been a guest speaker. So uh, we're going to have some uh, practical applications of this for when you're giving and also when you're receiving uh, criticism. Let's take a short break. You're listening to the Serious Soft Skills Podcast. Hey, Toby here. If you haven't bought our paperback book, The 55 Soft Skills That Guide Employee and Organizational Success, I have a deal for you. If you use the coupon code FREESHIP, that's one word, FREESHIP, at checkout on our website, SeriousSoftSkills.com, you can get our award-seeking book for just the cost of shipping and handling. That's $7. That's right. We'll send you the book for free if you pay the shipping and handling. That's nearly a $12 savings. But this deal won't last forever. Get our book on the 55 soft skills for the cost of shipping and handling alone. Just go to SeriousSoftSkills.com and order your book today. Use our coupon code FREESHIP. Now, back to the Serious Soft Skills Podcast. All right, Bob. Before the break, we were talking about receiving, accepting criticism. We kind of narrowed down on saying, hey, we re- you really need to look at who's providing that criticism, maybe what the spirit of that is, what's the motivation for them providing that criticism to you, and the potential to recognize that some people are just plain whacked and you need to be able to discern them and kind of tune them out, and there's others that we need to tune into. It's really hard to tell, though, in the moment which are the valuable critiques and which are not. And um, we, we've talked about it. I think one technique is when someone really catches you off guard and maybe it's someone you're not quite sure, it's someone you are kind of ha- are familiar with, you think their opinions might be really valuable, but they hit you with something really strange, it's a great opportunity to just say, well, wow, I hadn't really thought about that. I, You're throwing me off a little. Could you either tell me a little bit more about what, you know, what's behind that. Or if you want, just, just table it and say, you know, let me digest that a little bit. I appreciate your input, but let me really give that some thought and give yourself a chance to really step away from it and consider it a little bit. You might find that it's something very valuable, or you might find it's one of those that you really got to just let slide right off your back and keep on going. Um, but Bob, on the side of giving criticism, which can be really valuable in an organization of creating a culture where criticism is given and received, you've got some techniques I know you've shared with uh, my students and with your own students on how to really uh, successfully share criticism. Would you mind kind of bringing our audience up to speed on that? Yeah, I know we've talked about it before, but I'll go through it again, and that's the criticism sandwich. And it's really the great way to do criticism, which is start with something good. And then in the middle where the meat is, that's where you would give some criticism. And then you give something good at the other side. So two buns are the good things and the meat in the middle is the criticism. So this might be something like, you know, Toby, that was really great the way you read that break there. Um, But next time, if you could make sure that you read it exactly as it was written, that would be great. But I love the fact that you brought some new energy to it. That's a way to do that criticism sandwich. And that wasn't true at all. I was totally making that up. He does a marvelous job. Oh, hold it now. 
Now, I was just, as a person who's just received that criticism, see, our guys get this almost live. Um, I, I, that would be one that I would have said, gosh, Bob, I want to listen to the podcast after you've um, done the post-production and really listen to how I did that break and think about that and get back to you on it. Because personally, I think you might be a little whacked on this one. And uh, I think the way I did it was better than the way you wrote it. But you know, you might be right. I know you're, you're really great about selecting the right words and putting them in the right order and knowing the rules of commas. So I just don't know if your feedback is, is something I need to take into consideration or if you're just jealous of my abilities. Wow. And just so you know, audience, uh, Toby and I had a deal where I didn't believe he could use the word whack when we came back from the break, and he's now done it twice. So you're, you're getting real live uh, interaction here. You know, the other thing I want to say, Toby, before we get too far off the train, is that sometimes we provide feedback when it's the wrong time. And I found this with students where if you gave back a paper Often the students wanted to come up right after class and have an, a, a session on why did I get a B, not an A. And I would say, standing rule with me was, I will not talk about your paper on the day you receive it back. I refuse. I wanted them to have a cooling off period because it was too emotional. They couldn't look at it objectively. And what's really interesting to me is if three students wanted to come up to me after class, after a day or two, I would only talk to one, sometimes zero of them, because as the emotion wore off and they started to look at it more objectively, they'd realized that my feedback was actually really valid, and they were over the emotion of, I didn't get an A, and they could look at it and say, oh, I do need to get better at these things. And that's where we really need to think about perspective, because typically a teacher's perspective is not to make you worse. They're trying to make you better. So when someone's trying to make you better and they give you feedback, you have to find a way to listen to it, even though it hurts. And author Neil uh, Gaiman said this, remember, when people tell you something's wrong or doesn't work for them, they're almost always right. Let me say that again. Remember, when people tell you something's wrong or doesn't work for them, they're almost always right. Then he goes on to say, when they tell you exactly what they think is wrong and how to fix it, they're almost always wrong. People can identify really well when something doesn't work, but they're often not really able to fix it. And I think that's something that we really need to think about, Toby, is knowing when someone says something's wrong and taking that and saying, okay, what can I do better? We know our situation. We know our ideas. We know our thoughts. We know what we're doing more than anyone else. So when someone gives us that feedback and says, that just doesn't land right for me, we need to accept that and say, okay, if this person's valid in what they're saying to me in terms of they want what's right for me and what's right for what I'm trying to do, what is it that's landing wrong for them? And often the reality is most people don't know that. And you know that as well as I do, Toby. Part of the challenge of being a teacher is figuring out ways to articulate what's wrong with something so people get it. Most people are really quick to say something's wrong because they're jealous or they don't like it or you're smarter than they are. And when you break it down, it often becomes one of those things where you really have to think through it. But I would also encourage people to part of accepting criticism is not allowing it to completely derail you. If you get a piece of criticism and it stops you in your tracks and you can't move forward, that's even worse than accepting criticism. That's, that's paralyzing, and that's not what we want either. 
Yeah, exactly, Bob. And and I think that's part of it too. As if you're in a leadership role, in thinking about your organization, whether that's a team or a work group or a department or an entire company, what is the benefit of criticism in your organization? And I would say it 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 always helps make things better, but we do need to learn how to give it well and efficiently. We know, need to know, learn when to give it, how to give it, who to give it to, and and also you know when to not criticize and when to let things ride a little bit and let them roll through to maturity some. So that that criticism can lead to real improvement in an organization. And I would I think back way back to the, the kid's story of the emperor's clothes, you don't want to have a situation where nobody will provide the feedback that you really need to fix something that's glaringly wrong. And that's what we kind of create when we we won't roll with and integrate criticism and also be able to give feedback and say, Hey, you know, this probably wasn't the right time for you to bring that to me. We're, you know, we're just recovering from this. Let's let this all settle a little bit. Like you do with when, when you handed back papers is to say to the group and say, Hey, you know what? I'd be interested in your input, but this is a little fresh right now. Let's, let's get together next week. And I really, we actually, I, I will share with this. I know we're getting close to the end, but I had an event this spring. First time we had done this event. Um, it was something that had been recommended. We, I, I worked with a student to put it together, um, and one of the faculty that uh, that attended um, saw some, to put it nicely, some uh, glaring opportunities for improvement. And um, I quickly stepped in on it and I said, you know, let, let's let's let the dust settle on this a little bit. How about if you write down your ideas for how to what what things we really could change and what impact that would have on the success of the event and let's get a you know a kind of a working team together and look at what we did this year and how we could change that and we actually floated she provided a draft of that document hey here's some ideas i have and then i floated around to the rest of the group and said hey let's add on to this some other bullets of hey this was really good this really needs to need work and and we ended up with some really really good actionable ideas and i think that process of putting it on paper took a little of that uh, you used the word a minute ago the um, the immediacy the the emotion out of it and having to put it on words and list it out really, I think, helped the faculty member think through, hold it now, what did I not like about it? What could we do different? So it wasn't just, here's what I didn't like. It was, here's what we should do differently. So it, it was a uh, something I was trying because having remembered uh, you and I writing this section of the book, and I was thinking, you know, we've got to get better at this criticism thing. And, uh, you know, I think it worked, but we'll have to see how the next event goes. One of the ways I look at criticism that's most useful is, is the person willing to put their name against it. If you're doing exactly. it anonymously, I'm sorry, the, there's no validity to that. If you're not willing to stand up and say, hey, I think you could do this better and here's how I suggest it, then you're not providing criticism. You're just beating on someone. Right. And there's no chance for that conversation, that dialogue to help me understand why the this didn't appeal to you. And, you know, help me. Oh, help me understand your experience, that emotional intelligence side so we can put this into context. And also I can. Unfortunately, sometimes that dialogue, though, becomes a defensive response from the receiver. And that can be equally 
damning to the process. But I think we covered a really difficult topic. So that's it for this week's episode. Look for a new episode next Wednesday and every Wednesday afterwards. Until then, give us a five-star review on uh, iTunes or wherever else you get your podcast. Tell someone else about our podcast so we can spread the word and spread the revolution. Buy our book using that special coupon code that Toby provided you earlier. And by all means, join our soft skills revolution at the soft And until next time, thanks for listening. Good day. And of course, good soft skills. You've been listening to serious soft skills with your host, Dr. Tobin Porterfield and Bob Graham. If you like what you hear, then take a moment to review us on iTunes. Looking for more insights on soft skills? Then check out our website, SeriousSoftSkills.com, for blog posts, newsletters, and other resources. And look for a new episode of Serious Soft Skills every Wednesday.